This is Learn It From An 80s Song. I am your coach, Patricia Freiberg. This is I Love The 80s meets the healing of storytelling and the positive impact of music. Inspiring guests share their powerful stories, yielding incredible strengths. Through both story and music, this podcast will elevate your mood, providing you with a positive outlook. It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. This is a special episode about gratitude, coupled with the fact that it's Women's History Month and we are celebrating it all month long here on Learned It From an 80s Song. In this episode and next week's episode, you will hear eight letters of gratitude that are written by women for women. And here's the best part. The recipients have no idea and they are going to be surprised. Now, the intention of this podcast and next week's podcast is for you, the listeners, to hear the letters and recall special women in your life that are important to you. I encourage you to be inspired, soak it in, and share your gratitude to special women in your life. The goal is to create a ripple effect among women. Now, here's the big reveal as to what song we chose for the next two episodes. Can I get a drum roll, please? The song I chose for the next two episodes is That's What Friends Are For, the cover version, Dionne Warwick, 1985. The song was written by Burt Bacharach, and Carol Bayer Sager. It was originally written in 1982 for Rod Stewart for the film Night Shift. Then, in 1985, Dionne Warwick, Elton John, Gladys Knight, and Stevie Wonder all came together to sing this song to benefit AIDS research and prevention. Now, in 1986, it climbed the charts to number one and won two Grammys. The best news of all is that this cover song raised $3 million for AIDS research and prevention. The song is ranked number 75 for the all-time greatest hits. All right, let's talk about the lyrics. So the lyrics that best resonate with all of the stories that you're going to hear and all of the letters that you're going to hear are these beautiful lines. So let me read them off to you. And I know you're going to start singing them as soon as I say it. All right, here we go. It's keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me for sure. That's what friends are for, for good times and bad times. I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. And you are going to hear this resonating with all of the letters that you hear today and next week. All right. So let's talk about gratitude. Here is a quote by Do Zantamata. 
Choose to see the world through the grateful eyes. It will never look the same way again. This quote really says it all. By seeing value in experiences and in people, it helps us see things from different perspectives. Practicing gratitude helps decrease negative thinking. This also includes the notion that positive emotions beget more positive emotion. This allows our thoughts and perspective to expand and broaden. Our minds are then relaxed enough to fully utilize our brains and not just using the amygdala, sending those distress signals of fight or flight. Our brains are hardwired to see danger. This is how humans have survived throughout the ages. Now, chances are you do not have a saber-toothed tiger sitting on your doorstep, but we are still wired to see negative and danger. So how do we shift this? How do we break the cycle? Neuroscientist Dr. Rick Hansen says, our minds are Velcro for negative information, but Teflon for positive. So what's the big deal about gratitude? Well, for my science junkies out there, let me give you some facts. Number one, practicing gratitude is a positive psychological intervention that has been proven to help improve emotional well-being and mental health. Number two, gratitude is the deepest touch point of human existence. Three, grateful people experience higher levels of positive emotion. Number four, gratitude helps break the cycle of negativity. See, the thing is your brain can't hold several thoughts to dwell on at the same time. So why not exchange negative thoughts for positive? One of my favorite books is Gratitude Works. In fact, the idea of this podcast came from reading that book. It is written by Dr. Robert Emens, and I highly recommend it, especially for those that want to put gratitude into action and really make it part of your practice. If you are not sold yet, here are some proven benefits. It helps you better cope with stress. You will have more success in achieving personal goals by practicing gratitude. It helps bolster feelings of self-worth. Get this, it improves cardiac health. By practicing gratitude, you will have a greater sense of purpose. You will also find an increase in resilience. So as human beings, we are incredibly adaptive and resourceful. It really is up to us to make the shift. Now, coupled with Women's History Month, I wanted to create a ripple effect among women. These gratitude letters will help shift our brains as well as our culture by going out of our way to support one another. We can express the value that we see in each other, lifting each other up. These letters that you will hear today are incredibly heartfelt. Listen to them and imagine who you would write your letter to. If this inspires you and you want to make a public share of gratitude, reach out to me and I will make this happen for you. I'm going to kick it all off with a letter to my friend, Amber Nicewander. Dear Amber, we first met 15 years ago when I moved to California. 
you were in a fitness class that I was teaching at Yoga Works. And I remember thinking, wow, that is one of the most beautiful people I have ever seen. This gave me more proof to my thesis that everyone in California is pretty. Now, while you have the beautiful exterior, that is only a fraction of your beauty. You are kind, empathetic, caring, protective, easygoing, calming, generous, and a great travel buddy. I shared my story last week on uh, this podcast about Jeffrey and his health scare. It was one of the toughest times of my life, and I appreciated your support more than you will ever know. It was your presence that made me feel that everything is going to be okay. In my work life, when times got tough, you were the first to recognize and remind me of my strengths and what I do well. This gave me that encouragement to put one foot in front of the other. You are protective. Do you remember early on when we first met, you had come to me with a concern after my class that I was teaching that you did not like the way this guy in the class was checking me out. I then reassured you that it was okay because the guy that came to class that day was my husband. You're selfless. Like the times you put your own interest and feelings aside to bring many of my projects to life. Like the time you starred in my philanthropic DVD, Power for Pink Workout, when you absolutely despise getting your picture taken, let alone star in a fitness video. You are always the first to roll up your sleeves and help. You are the friend that I can call on and boom, you're there. You make the best travel buddy. You understand that my day cannot start until I have that cup of coffee. You're usually the first one awake, so you would bring me not one, but two coffees because they made them very small in France. You are empathetic and you wear your heart on your sleeve. Like the time we were on the plane and you were sobbing and the flight attendant came to me with concern saying, is she okay? I responded, oh, she's fine. She's just watching the notebook. Uh, I can't wait to travel with you again and have more adventures. If this pandemic has taught me anything, it is how much I value our friendship and how important you are to me. Thank you, Amber, and I love you, my friend. welcome Zada Abdullah. She is an executive and leadership coach whose mission is to develop authentic and conscious leaders. Welcome. Hi, Patricia. Thank you for having me today. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for participating in this today. Perfect. Thank you for this initiative, Patricia. I love it. My letter goes to Farah Al-Hindi. Thank you, Farah. Thank you for always listening to me, supporting me and encouraging me. You are a true friend. And I want you to know how much I value our friendship. I'm grateful to have you in my life. You always make yourself available to help and extend help and support to others. After I've moved to Canada, you are still the person I can call anytime, regardless of the time zone and time difference, share ideas and discuss general topics. 
your intelligence and intellectual curiosity combined with your spirituality make you a great thought partner and wise advisor. I have never had a topic that I couldn't discuss with Farah. Farah is the person that you can count on and you know that she will never let you down. I have learned many things from Farah, from Farah like kindness, forgiveness, and one important thing is to eat all type of cheese. She introduced me to many type of cheese that I've never tried. I have learned many useful things from you, Farah. Thank you for your unconditional support. I fall short of words to thank you. I'm very grateful to have you in my life. Thank oh, you. That is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. She sounds spectacular. And I love how, how even when you moved, you guys continue to have that beautiful friendship. And um, it's nice to have somebody like that uh, in your life. And that's, that's incredible. What a beautiful story. Thank you. Yeah, it, it is. When you move, you know, it's, it's easy to disconnect with so many people that it's it become very challenging. But Farah is the one that really helped me to navigate through the challenges even when I, when I moved to Canada. Wonderful. Tell us, um, Zara, what was it like for you to write this letter? What was your experience? I love the idea and I love the initiative. And I remember when you told me to do this, I, I had so many women in my life that I want to be grateful to. So I really appreciate that. With being busy all the time, sometimes we do forget to say thank you to the people that we value in our life. So being grateful and expressing that in writing was an interesting exercise. It helped me really realize how this person is, is a great person. And it helps you to visualize all the great things that come with, with, with different people. And I, I really love gratitude. And one of the things that I learned to do in our positive psychology practice is to sometimes be grateful to people to moment, even if, they, if they, it's not around me. So it just mentally, I'm grateful and I remember and I recall, I do message people sometimes. I tell them, thank you, you taught me this. So expressing it, internalizing and think about it and take a few minutes to be grateful is something we can easily miss with our daily life. So I really appreciate your effort to remind us to celebrate and appreciate all the great women we have in our life. Wonderful, beautifully said. Thank you so much, uh, Zada, for participating. We are so fortunate to have Amy Malloy with us here today. She is an actress, fitness instructor, health and wellness coach, and a yogi. Her mission is to bring health and wellness and yoga to underserved communities. Amy, I understand that you entered a contest in order to be able to create a scholarship for underserved areas. Yeah, I um, entered a contest. And if you're interested to check it out, it's called I Am Yoga Warrior. And that's also the link if you decide you want to vote for me, which I would really appreciate. I Am Yoga Warrior is a program that the winner gets like some pictures taken in an article about their lives, but they also get $10,000. And when asked how they'd like to spend that $10,000, Patricia is absolutely right. The idea for me would be to bring health and wellness to people in communities that don't have it as a part of their community. And for anybody who wants that in their life, that I would be able to help them achieve that. Without further ado, it is time 
for us to hear your letter that you wrote, uh, your gratitude letter. This is to my sister, my oldest sister, Meg. Dear Meg, thank you for being a wonderful big sister. It seems to me that you have always moved through life with a sense of purpose and passion. I've always admired your work ethic. I remember when you were in high school, you would come home from school, run to the red chair, sit down and get your homework done. Then you'd run off to a babysitting job. I remember Saturdays you used to go to the record store, Wally King's, and go and listen to music with your friends. And it seemed like such a sophisticated and cool activity to me. I also love the way you shared your friendships with our whole family. I remember Mary Watts, Anna Weaver, and Grace Wong, among a few of them. And they weren't just your friendships. You included us in those. I don't know if it was just because I was your younger sister, but you definitely included. And there were five of us below you. So, so thank you. As you went off to college, I was so proud of you. I remember talking to my friends about you and what you were doing in school, studying art history. I got to go visit you and meet your friends, which was very exciting. And it was a glimpse for me to see what lay beyond my daily existence. I remember you taking me to the library and showing me these big reference books when I was about 16. They were teaching us how to gather information about who to contact so I could apply to a college. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to get there. So you walked me through the steps and showed me how I would apply and who I would contact. I feel in my life, it could have been very different if you hadn't helped me with that step. I don't think I would have the relationships I have. I don't think I would have the education I have. And I feel like you being my older sister has led me to live a healthier and more passion-driven life. You've always given me a glimpse of what to look forward to and to dream big. I am forever grateful and I love you, Amy. Oh, Amy, that's so beautiful. Such a beautiful letter. And not only did you go to college, but then you went to graduate school after that. Yeah. So she really was an inspiration and she must be so proud of you. Um, Well, we have a great relationship. I love talking to her and she's continued when I lived in New York. She lived in New Jersey. We used to go visit her and her family. And she's always been so kind to my, my husband and my children. And I just feel really lucky to have her in my life. Wow. Such a beautiful, uh, well-written and said letter to your sister. Thank you for sharing it with us. Tell me, um, what was this experience like for you in writing this uh, letter? Uh, I have to say it was so lovely. I was uh, going to the oral surgeon, actually, and I spent my time, instead of worrying about what was happening, writing a gratitude letter. And it just really lifted my spirits and just I just felt those beautiful memories coming back and just that generous nature that my sister had towards me just made me feel uplifted so I really appreciate the opportunity to have done that Patricia thank you Right today we have Gretchen Zellick with us today. She is the co-owner of Donuts and Pie Fitness. Her job is to inspire everyone to age enthusiastically. So we're so lucky to have Gretchen here with us today, and she is going to read 
her letter of gratitude. Thanks, Patricia. This is for a dear friend, Sarah Shelton. Dear Sarah, sometimes when people move far away from a place, even a place where they've lived for a long, long time, they become forgotten, out of sight, out of mind. When I moved 3,000 miles away, you did not forget me. And in fact, that was when we became even better friends. You were my attachment to my old world and a fabulous newsy communicator. You kept in touch with me. And whenever I came back to Pasadena for any reason, you always insisted that I stay at your home. You made me feel like I was at home and my stays were always accompanied by a fun social hour, lots of love from Teddy or Golden, and a fabulous dinner and conversation. You didn't need to do that, but it's just the type of person you are. Sarah, you're generous and kind, caring and thoughtful, like nobody else I know. I always said that I would be moving back and you believed me. You introduced me to incredible charities and groups that have changed my life. You introduced me to people, even though I had lived in the same town for over 30 years, who I did not know. You reconnected me with women I had not seen in so many years. You introduced me to new friends and to working alongside other like-minded women to make a difference. Of course, you're so highly respected and hardworking that in one of the groups, you were president of the organization for over two years. You share so much with others, your time, your energy, and your smarts. If something needs to get done, they give it to you. You will complete the task tenaciously with finesse, grace, and perseverance. Someone just the other day said to me, if Sarah is on it, then no problem. It will get done. While I admire the polite, graceful, intelligent, stylish, and poised side of you, your Southern roots and your well-read smarts, I also love the rowdy side of you with lots of laughs and adventures. You always tempt us and encourage us to look around just one more corner. I still can't believe I didn't try the borscht in Russia with you. You make every trip so much fun. None of those trips would have been an adventure without your presence. I've had my best times traveling with you. You were and are an enthusiastic travel partner, appreciating the finer things with a curiosity and a zeal for adventure that makes traveling with you such a fabulous experience. I honestly worry, and this is the truth, that I may not have thanked you properly for all you have done for me, and it has weighed on me this past year. I'm so grateful that I can do that now. You have no idea. Thank you, Sarah Shelton, for being a friend and for making such a meaningful difference in my life. Love, Gretchen. Wow, Gretchen, that is moving. So incredibly moving. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing. And Sarah sounds like a spectacular person. She is one in a million. I will tell you that. My question, and I'll ask you, Nancy, after you uh, read your letter. But my question, Gretchen, is, you know, what was this experience like, you know, actually doing this activity, this letter of gratitude? It was a big relief for me because I have been thinking about this for so long about how I could properly thank Sarah. Uh, And it was just, I was so happy that you asked me to do it. I'm overjoyed to be able to read it. And it really was just kind of a a release of a lot of um, worry I've had that I actually can thank her because she was just, even that's just not enough, but it, it was such a great thing. Thank you for asking me to do it. Well, thank you, Gretchen, for, for participating, you know, and as we talked about, and I talked about in the intro that we really want to create this ripple effect. It's like 
how easy it is for us to say thank you and, and, and how people touch our lives all the time, but do they know the impact that they've made? And especially with Women's History Month, really driving that home of like, as women, how can we take it a step further? How can we reach out to the women that have been important to us and, um, and thank them? lucky to have Nancy Hayes with us today. She's a singer, songwriter. She's a dancer, choreographer. Uh, She is also a performer, both in television as well as on the stage. Her website is nancyhayes.com. You need to check it out. Thank you, Nancy, so much uh, for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be part of such a a great uh, idea for uh, not just this time of year, this month, uh, but always to give gratitude. So thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for being here. Share with us your letter. Yes, this is a letter to my friend, Stacy Schaefer. And I have a couple pictures that I'm going to share too. This is for Stacy. I'm writing to express my gratitude today for a very special friend, Stacy Schaefer who I met by way of our young daughters in 2012. Our girls, Caroline and Peyton, this is their picture together, (laughs) worked as professional child actors in Chicago and they were cast together in the musical Annie at Paramount Theater in 2012. They were also cast together later in another production called The Last Wife at Timeline Theater in 2016. And uh, our daughters had much in common and they became very, very close friends. And as stage moms, transporting our girls to auditions and for theater rehearsals and performances, having them do homework together, Stacy and Nancy became close too. In addition to being proud parents, we shared a passion for musical theater and the arts that went beyond our daughters. Long after our daughters' collaborations, Stacy and I would meet for dinner, drinks, and theater shows featuring all of our favorite musical theater performers. Stacy knew that I had acted professionally in my past, but had not been in a musical production as a theater actor uh, since my early 20s, decades ago. Despite this, and never having seen me perform in a musical, Stacy encouraged me to try out and revive my lost passion in a much later chapter of my life and try to challenge myself to become a theater professional once again. Beginning in 2015, Stacy started sending me audition postings that she would see on the Equity and Backstage websites and encouraged me to give it a go. She told me that she would always be my surrogate manager and that she believed in me. Stacy's encouragements <laughs> have now led me to auditioning and being cast in dream roles in eight different productions, including playing leads in Boy From Oz, Maine, Gypsy, The Glass Menagerie, The Pirates of Penzance, How to Succeed in Business, and others. And of course, during every production, Stacey Schaefer was there cheering me on and rooting for me in much the same way my late parents did when I was a teen actor. I never felt alone because she believed in me. Without Stacey's belief in me, I'm quite certain I would never have returned to the stage in an acting career in that capacity. And as a result, she changed my life forever. 
In addition, we've remained close outside of theater, rooting for our daughters' careers and the actors in Chicago and elsewhere that we admire. And in the future years, I have no doubt that we will continue to support each other and enjoy each other's company while attending future productions after this lockdown ends. As a matter of fact, dreaming of those theater-going days with my buddy is one of the things that keeps me going. And I want to share this little picture. Here we are. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautiful letter. Ah, oh, love. And how amazing is it, Nancy, to, to have this special person in your life? Tell me about how it was writing this letter. What was it like writing this gratitude letter? It was really therapeutic for me in much the same way Gretchen expressed, because I realized how selfless this person has been with me. And I've never really been able to tell her in person how much I appreciate the difference she made in my life with no agenda of her own. And I've just finished narrating, you know, I'm an audiobook narrator these days. And I, I had to do a book for an Irish author called Coffins and Caskets. And it sounds depressing, but it's, it's actually a memorial book written by a very young author who's Irish. And she had a near-death experience and it motivated her to write letters of gratitude in a journal for when she does pass away to her family, to her friends, their individual letters. So when she uh, put together, a lot of it's how to plan a memorial and other things, because of course there's parents, there's grandparents and others, we need to plan those things. But the biggest part of her book is a gratitude journal. And in looking at that, I think about how we don't really express, whether it was a coach or a, or a loved one or an aunt or an uncle or anyone that touches our lives. And to receive that as a gift from the person that's giving it to you, I think you can't put a price on that. It's probably one of the most beautiful things that you could do to give and to receive it. So that your your what your podcast is so in line with that. Thanks for inviting us to be part of it. It made of me course. motivated. It was tough to pick a person because there was a few others that I wanted to also thank. And this is motivating me to do more. And I think we should. I think it's an ongoing, it would be a wonderful cause to continue doing for women in our lives and others in our lives. So thank you for initiating. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And, and the goal is to create this ripple effect so that we, you know, this will continue and I can see this happening often, you know, and, and doing this because there are so many, like just picking one person to thank, for instance, was a challenge because I have many uh, women in my life that I would like to thank and I will over time, you know, but, um, but kicking it off like you guys are is, is amazing. And seeing the, the, and you describing your personal shift as you did this and the therapeutic benefit to doing it was awesome to witness. Thank you. Before we go, Gretchen, do you have any um, thoughts or anything that you would like to say about Nancy's letter? There's nothing better than women lifting up other women. And that was a, a two win, twofold win there. Nancy writing that beautiful letter, but also her friend selflessly pushing her to do better. She somehow knew that 
Nancy was going to kick butt and it changed her life. I mean, I just think that you probably knew Nancy better than Nancy knew Nancy. And I just think that that's tremendous. And for a friend to do that with no agenda. I encourage you to be inspired, soak it in and share your gratitude to special women in your life. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80 song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.